Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to be reading Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 17. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him, and Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Then John's disciples came and asked him, How is it? that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast. Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and then they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Interesting thing about this, this particular episode is that there is a contrast between two primary groups of people. There are the tax collectors and the sinners who are eating with Jesus, and there are the Pharisees and the disciples of John who are questioning Jesus about some of his actions. We could sort of sum up these groups by saying they're the religious, the Pharisees and John's disciples, and the irreligious, sinners and tax collectors. And it really hinges on this idea of why Jesus is calling sinners and tax collectors. Now, to call uh, simply means to invite into another way of life. Jesus is inviting these people into another mode of existence, that is, to to follow him, to be in relationship with him. And the subsequent discussion between the Pharisees and John's disciples is centered around this. And in essence, grace comes to Matthew and says, come be in relationship with me. Come be my friend. And Matthew accepts. Now, interestingly enough, grace to one affects friendship with many others because Jesus invited Matthew into relationship. And in the very next verse, we see that Jesus is having dinner at Matthew's house with many other tax collectors. The religious can't seem to get over such a uh, unequivocal call of grace. They can't get over that Jesus, as a rabbi, would invite Matthew, a tax collector, to be his follower, to be in relationship with him. And, and one, of the, one of the ways that they challenge this is they question his eating habits, right? They point out that, that this shouldn't be, that you're, you're eating with the wrong types of people. But Jesus points out that what is happening at that very moment, the meal that he is sharing and who he is sharing it with, is something new. And it is not contingent on past deeds, whether good or bad. It's brand new. The religious ask him about his fasting habits. 
But he says, look, when there is new wine, it must come through new wineskins, not the old wineskins like fasting and table fellowship. See, in a sense, what's going on is grace is calling. God, through Jesus, is inviting into relationship. And you are accepted by God and welcomed into relationship as you are. Come and eat. But if we want to answer that call, you have to fundamentally change your station. It will change your life and your way of life. You will have to adopt new wineskins to accept this call of grace. Well, Matthew was game for that. He left the booth, didn't he? Jesus called him, said, follow me. Matthew got up, left his tax collector booth, and followed. He left the old wineskins of his previous way of life as a tax collector, and he entered into a new relationship. The religious, though, they weren't as quick to leave their former way of life in terms of who you ate meals with and why you fast or don't fast. They weren't ready to let those former wineskins go because seemingly these former wineskins are full of good stuff, full of God-ordained stuff. So how could God pivot so quickly to a brand new structure for how to live in order to receive this new wine, this grace. And Jesus points out to them, look, you've never read the scriptures, right? Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. It's already been there. The, the new wine in a seminal form was already there. They were choosing, picking and choosing uh, the parts of scripture that they wanted to adopt as their wineskins. But nevertheless... You know, in 1906, there was something called the Azusa Street Revival. It was one of um, the moments that gave birth to a, a whole different movement in the church called the Pentecostal Movement. It was a house in L.A., and people gathered there, not many. Uh, they gathered there, and they worshipped, and they prayed, and then one day, the Holy Spirit was just present in a very new way. And it was accompanied by spiritual phenomenon that really couldn't be explained. Um, people came from all across the country to see this because it went on for two years, what was going on in the Zuza Street. And a lot of Christians saw this and condemned it. They couldn't receive it because it was so unconditioned. It was so free. It was not bound by structures of, of this is how you worship God and this, these are the songs that you sing and, and this is how you behave. It was just people in their hearts worshiping and encountering relationship with God. But the reality is grace is calling us. Grace is calling you at every moment into a brand new mode of existence an utterly different way of life that allows you to receive pure, unadulterated acceptance by God through relationship with Jesus. And that's going to look different. Are you willing to leave behind your old wineskins? Your old structures of living that gave sense to your worldview? Are you willing to receive something new? Now, it's harder 
for those of us who think we're in God's good graces already. But the invitation is still for us. We're sitting at our, our tax collector booth, or more likely, we're sitting in our church pew. And Jesus enters the church and says, hey, come follow me. And we say, wait, does that mean we have to leave the church? And he's like, I'm, I'm going this way. Are we willing to leave behind older structures to enter this new mode of existence that is pure relationship with God through Jesus and with one another? I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not saying... Um, I'm not insinuating anything from that example. I'm just saying that when grace calls, when new wine comes, it demands new wineskins. Lord, I just ask that you allow us to hear you and give us the courage to follow you and uh, make it clear through discernment of many people the wineskins that are old and are being left behind and the wineskins that are new that can handle your new grace. We love you. Thank you for being for us. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.